Thank you for listening in. It's time for hijinks to ensue again. You're all such fools, but you are fools until the end. And if you knew Bobby E and decided to do a podcast, well then you would see my life is so damn frustrating and the blue coyote says why claw giggles and tears. I can't find Fuck you! Welcome to the Hijinks and Sue's Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby E., sounding like a fucking moron. Let me introduce to you the greatest of them all, the best, Blue Coyote. Blue Coyote, you got anything to say? Yes! This is the H-E-W-P, the Hijinks and Sue's Wrestling Podcast. Thanks, Bobby. It was a great intro you did there. Oh, we're recording? <laughs> no. We don't record anymore. Oh, you're right. Say uh, whatever you want. We're not recording. Halloween. What day is Halloween? It's a Saturday. The 30th? No. 31st? Yes. Yeah, it is a fucking Saturday. I told you. Hmm. It's going to be a full moon, too. Yeah. You know what that means? No. Me neither. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, was setting you up. All right. Well, we've been on format this week. Surprise, surprise. We haven't done it the last couple weeks. But today is Thursday. It is Topic Thursday. We didn't really have a Rushmore topic, but we did have uh, a topic in the sense of dirt sheets, wrestling magazines, the, the like. So I asked, you know, for people to write in what some of their favorites were. Um their favorite wrestling journalist or dirt sheet or magazine or whatever. Okay. Not one of these broke dick motherfuckers mentioned the show. Our show? You almost jerked a mic off. I jerked. <laughs> you jerked a mic off. <laughs> <laughs> you jerked a Chris off. <laughs> what? You heard me. Good, good. I said it. Yes. Um, anyhow. So, whenever I posted the topic, one of our listeners had this really well thought out, put together statement with questions, and they had some things to say. Other listeners wrote in that said, we really don't follow dirt sheets or, or read a lot of the stuff they kind of come to our show to see what's being talked about um which is cool that's great uh and then another one of our listeners uh connor i asked him because he knows a lot and he said what zach said i mean immediately so it wasn't like he had to go back and look he said zach was on point you need to go with what zach said so that's what we're gonna do today 
I'm not. Yeah, you are. Oh, God. What? What's wrong with you? I don't even know what you're talking about. Dirt sheets. Wrestling I... magazines that deal in rumor and innuendo. Oh, yes. I get tons of wrestling magazines every week. They're online. I get them online. You do. All the wrestling news you get comes from some. We Back on Monday, all the headlines we read mm -hmm. came from a dirt sheet. Okay. Well, so, you, you get my phone out, too? You all hostile like that? Original fan Zach said that as far as wrestling magazines go, he really likes Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Power Slam, which is now defunct, World of Wrestling, which is now defunct, and Fight Spirit Magazine. Get them. So, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I do like them um, for some reasons, and I dislike them for others. One of the problems that I have currently with wrestling magazines is it's really hard for them to break stories with the internet. Stuff comes out, they show pictures, they'll talk about matches, they'll say, hey, here's your new champ. And by the time it reaches publication, there's already a different champ. Or everybody already knows that story. So, it's not really as up-to-date as it could be. Now, the Pro Wrestling Insider, the big thing with them is the PWI 500. Once a year, they release a list of the top 500 wrestlers in the world. And we've talked about it before, and we talked about the criteria to make the list. The PWI 500 did come out recently. I have obtained a copy. It's pretty good. What are you laughing about? Perfect shot! God damn it, six! You are talking about a done deal. What do you mean a done deal? It, we don't need magazines anymore. Everything is on the internet. Yeah, but whenever... That's your phone, motherfucker. I know. It didn't go bling, bling, bling. It just vibrated. Calm the fuck down. I, I like the wrestling magazines. There's some articles that come out that they do not put up online, so that's nice to have. No, there's not. Anything, it's all online. We don't need newspapers. We don't need magazines. All they're doing is chopping down trees, making paper. We don't need it. It's done. It's over. Okay. All I'm getting at, calm down. Calm down. The same people putting out the magazines, they also have websites, and they release their articles online. That's all they should do. Not everybody has online. The fuck? Who? Who does it? Who? Who? People. I didn't have online until a couple months ago. Well, then we should have castrated you. You don't have online all the time. Yes, I do. <laughs> this took a turn, huh? Yes, I do. <laughs> I was like, God. Oh, so. now that we put castration <laughs> on the table, you got a lot of things. Yeah, I definitely have online. <laughs> I, I have. A... All right, so moving past that. Yeah, because that was stupid. I fucked that up. I'm sorry. He says he never really reads any except PWI, and it's from time to time. Just, and I'm the same. I've never really liked it because a lot of the news is secondhand, or they'll have a list of all the champions in the top ranks. By the time it comes out, it's changed. But there are some interviews. Um, you know, years ago they had done an interview with Ugh. Bret Hart, and no one else was interviewing Bret Hart at the time, so that was cool. As far as the dirt sheets, 
Figure Four Weekly with Brian Alvarez, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter with Dave Meltzer, Pro Wrestling Torch with Wade Keller, and the Pro Wrestling Insider, David Shearer. But we can't go with HEWP with Blue Cody and Bobby. I see how it is. It's because these other guys got all the contacts. They've got all the millions of followers on the Twitter. Whatever. I'm already done with this segment. He did post some good questions, though. Biggest question I have is if these journalists really are experts in the world of pro wrestling, then why haven't they attempted to work for a major promotion as a booker, writer, producer, etc.? So, you bring up a good question there. <clears throat> oh, God. Here comes a rant. And three, two, one, go. They make money doing what they're doing now. Why would they have to change that up? Yeah, because you suck a dick. I mean, why would they go to these companies and have to work for other people and be, you know, they can come up with all these great ideas, but other people are going to feel like they know better, which is the problem with Vince McMahon now. There are great ideas that come across his desk all the time, but because he knows better, shit's not getting put out there. So just because, say, you take a Dave Meltzer or a Brian Alvarez and they're going to go right raw, they're going to have some great ideas and it's going to be overridden. But they're making good money not working for that company. Can they make the product better? Probably. But a lot of people read what they have to say because they're bitching about the current product. Are you done? I didn't go on a fucking rant. Oh, I'm asking you if you're Fine, done. let's go on a goddamn rant. I missed the bandana. I missed this, my hair. This backwards hat. I missed my Back hair. Back to the 90s. Well, 2002. We'll at least give you that. That's weird. I don't know. And yeah. your Oakley glasses. Yeah, that's a different story. What, did you lose them? They were still like. Yeah. I'm mad now. Me too. We'll discuss off air. Yeah. So, whoever posted that, suck a dick. I don't why? know why. Why? It's a good question. Oh, it's a good question. Alright. Uh, lick a dick. <laughs> In Dave Meltzer's mind, what constitutes a match receiving five stars or above? Does it go by skill, entertainment value, storytelling? Um, let's answer the first question. In Dave Meltzer's mind... I don't live in Dave Meltzer's mind. I can't tell you. Yeah. Um, but what constitutes a match receiving five stars or above? And we kind of touched on this last week because fans were upset because he rated a match five stars. And they're like, well, back in the day, this was a five-star match. And now he's putting all these people in the same boat. No. Time changes. People's opinions change. Uh, people's outlook on the whole genre change. So... Yes, I mean, growing up, it was like all Hogan, WWF, and now, I hope they're really tuning into this episode, I hope they're tuning in, because when I was a kid, it was all about Hogan, Macho Man, Road Warrior. Jake the Snake, those are my guys, but now, I'm gonna do it, Bobby, I'm gonna do it, my top four Rushmore of all time, oh, fuck. in no particular order, is Harley Race, Terry Funk, Ric Flair, and Dusty Rhodes. Four of the greatest NWA champions of all time. Because oh, I have okay. a, an appreciation of them. 
And I know what those guys <coughs> had to do to entertain people. No, man. And wrestling's just not the same. No, it's not. But when we come to the, the, the Rushmore, and the reason we do different topics each week is because it really... What, what's hard about it is whenever you look at the four greatest of all time, how do you rate that? And my rating system is going to be different than Bobby's rating system. So it's easier to go, hey, who are the top four WWF champions of all time or WWE champions of all time or WCW? It's easier to go by federation. It really is. Yeah, it is. But um, who wrote that question? Original fan. Oh, fuck so, off. So, <laughs> so I don't know what's in his mind, but I can tell you that uh, taking a look at the way he viewed things before and the way he views them now, he, his opinions have changed this way or that way. I know he was he's never really been big on WWF, WWE. He thought it was hokey. He didn't like the, the cartoony characters. He didn't like just because you're a big guy, you're given this great push. And I can respect all of that. But it's like a different style of wrestling. You know, the WCW earlier right after they were kind of came out of jim crockett promotions and the nwa a lot of their guys were realistic wrestlers i mean they might not use their real names but they used people names they had like a first name and a last name and it wasn't a job related gimmick or some shit like that or a race related gimmick like terry balea he's an italian american from florida but we're gonna make him hulk hogan why why hulk hogan because uh, Vince McMahon decided that he didn't have anyone in the Irish demographic in WWF. So he made Hogan his Irish guy. Even though Hulk Hogan is clearly not Irish. So. Yeah. What's his video? No, well, no, on, no, on no. So hang on. I want to throw something in this. If you want realistic wrestling, watch college wrestling. Like collegiate? Yeah. Watch that shit. If you want storyline, drama-based entertainment, watch the WWE. Hmm. So if that's your complaint, it's a bag of D's. I don't think he's complaining so much. He's just wanting to know where some of the stuff comes from. He's trying to get in the mind of wrestling journalists. Where do these guys get their reports from? Who are their sources? Um, Your mom. My, uh, my main source is... My mom. Bobby E's mom. <laughs> um, no, in, in the business, over the years, there have been people who are teetotally against uh, people like Brian Alvarez or Dave Meltzer. Um, there's other people that have seen a benefit in being friends with them. Um, hey, I'm going to give you a little bit of information, and then whenever you write your story, you're going to write good things about me, and that's going to help get me over. Um, kind of a I scratch your balls, you scratch mine kind of situation. But uh, Meltzer, for instance, has had several sources over the years. Um, some of them, he has flat out said, hey, this is rumor. There are other things that he has reported that are fact, and they are not, and it was a rumor. There have been guys who have called him and said, hey, here's here's the the scoop on this and it was a total swerve it was just made up to see if he would print it or not kind of joke on him but i can tell you uh and he's come out and said it jim ross has been a source for dave Meltzer a time or two um tony khan has been a source so like people who are not opposed 
to reading the mag or, or thoroughly enjoy it. It's kind of like the PWI, you know, the 500. Some of, some of the guys really take those things to heart. They want to know how they're ranked. And it's not so much where they can run around going, I'm number 480 in the world. It's, it's more to go, <laughs> hey, you're taking a look at a certain criteria. How am I measuring up in a fan opinionated perspective? Do I think John Moxley's the greatest wrestler in the world right now? No. But based on their algorithm that they use and the way that they're going to compare things, he came out to be the number one in the 500. Mm. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. It was. It's interesting to me to see who they think, and I read it as an opinionated thing, but I like to see who they're going to pick. There were a lot of women on the list this year. I found that nice. to be uh, pretty cool. Um, but I also like to see... Sometimes I, I read it as like a trend sheet. Like, uh, for instance, early on in the list, I'd say between number one and number 200, anytime you had someone from a tag team listed, their partner was listed, but close by. So one of, it, it would be like Bobby E is number 15. And then someone else was 16 and then number 17, Blue Coyote. So they were not listed together back to back, which I thought was good. But as you get farther down the list into like the 300s whenever they mention people from tag teams they're like back to back uh so i thought that was kind of an interesting trend but also to see you know in my mind i would say oh this person is better than these five people and then those five people would be before the guy i liked so it's it's really a matter of opinion even though they're basing it on stuff some of the things they base it on are bullshit like a win-loss record it's predetermined so there's that but yeah, there's sources, there's people, you know, texting and calling on the DL. Going, hey, this shit's about to go down. This is what's going on with this. And they always say, sources have said, blah, blah, blah. I can do that all fucking day long. Bobby, did you know I got a text yesterday? Sources have told me. See, that's just how it works. It's been a while since you went on a rant. Uh-huh. I was happy to sit here and smile. Um, which goes into the next question. How much of their reports are actual fact? How much is rumor and innuendo? I would take it with a grain of salt. Um, I'd say it's about a 60-40 split. 60 in rule of rumor and innuendo. Some of the things that they report on, there's some fact based in them, but they throw a lot of their opinion in there or they think, oh, it's going to go this way. I mean, some of the headlines I read, WWE changes main event for WrestleMania. Okay, well, WrestleMania... It's still a ways off. I mean, we're looking at like six, seven months away from seven months. So, who cares? Who cares what they're talking about? If you if you really want to enjoy it, just sit back, relax, and see how the story unfolds. You don't have to know everything about everything. Should we, as wrestling fans, take their opinions as gospel? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's an opinion. Develop your own opinions. And that's probably what gets me about opinions is whenever people treat them like facts. Like, I can I can say, you know, American Dream Dusty Rhodes is the greatest of all time because he was great on the mic, he was good in the ring, had excellent cardio for a big man his size, blah, 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 blah. And then Bobby E's going to come along and say no. Uh, just in that category of, like, body type, just that hard-working blue-collar, fat, Shawn chubby... Michaels. And he goes, Mankind, or Mick Foley. He says Mick Foley. And I, and I, 
And if that's where he wants to go, hey, that's his opinion. And we can argue it for fun and try to outdo each other. But there's no reason that anger should enter that. And I hate him because he likes mankind better. I mean, for him, it's a revolving door of like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Mankind, Randy Orton. Oh, thank you for throwing Randy. Even though he lost to Oscar in the tournament. So. Yeah, see, our podcast doesn't mean shit. No, it's just, it's two guys getting together, talking about what's going on, and we try to entertain you a little bit, but nothing. We hate you. Nothing that, no, we don't. Nothing that we say should be considered gospel. I can tell you that on my end. Um, Dave Meltzer will try to make his opinion be the number one, but he's for him it's it's like his only business. He's a sports journalist. He does also report on MMA and some other things, and he's been in you know he's written articles here and there for Sports Illustrated and and different newspapers and magazines all over the country. But that's this is his business. He makes money off of his newsletter subscriptions and the hits that he gets to his website and advertising he's able to put on there. So of course he's going to tell you that he's like the number one authority. You need to go to him and listen to him. But I will I'll look in an article or I'll overhear on a podcast that he said this or that or whatever the case may be, and I'll listen to it because that's what they're kind of connecting all their dots to. But I am not a subscriber to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I never have been. It's never been my thing. Um, but that's just me. I know Original Fan is asking me all these questions because he's secretly in love with Dave Meltzer and he wants to make sure he's making the right decision. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Get off the ledge. Yep. Are you done with your rant? Uh almost. Okay. But he carry on. Well, he's the, on. he's the only one that sent us anything on this topic, and we just did a whole fucking show on it. No, you did. You were there for support. I sat back, shut the fuck up. I tried to make it funny twice. Yeah, didn't work. But that's. That's the way it goes. I'm telling you, I really understand why JR likes these Moscow mules. Alright, I'm going to have to trade you a raspberry for one of these. Because you're hyping you're not them up. Gonna, you're not going to like it. Oh, I'm not it's going like to be too it. sweet for you. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's like ginger beer, vodka, lime juice. Alright. It'd be too sweet for you, though, I think. But it's good. <laughs> What's the alcohol content? Oh, it has to say it. 5.8%. Oh, that's not bad. No. Better than them goddamn Platinums. <laughs> Dude, those fuck me You up. had one left over the other day, and so I grabbed one of those, and I grabbed one of the... I had more than one. The Raspberry Claws. Well, no, you had left one. Um, So I had like a, an orange one, and so I grabbed that, and I grabbed a claw, a Raspberry Claw. I was like, I'm just going to drink these and go to bed and, <laughs> and watch something on my phone. And I drank them, and it was... Turn my phone off, set my alarms, close my eyes, and it was like three, two, one, boom. I was like, "Oh fuck, there it is." <laughs> yeah, those platinums got me. I didn't realize. So last week, I was a little drunk. Yeah. A lot of drunk. Yeah. More drunk than you are now. Mm, close. 
I've been up since two. Uh, Why? We're recording. Just cause. Okay. Well, make sure to tune in tomorrow where we're going to be discussing our brackets. Yes! My favorite part. Yep, that's why I saved it to the end so I could keep him pew, contained. Pew, pew. <laughs> Hijinks and Sue's a wrestling podcast. The H-E-W-P. The hoop. The ring. The squared circle. With platinum tits.